Hello and welcome back to Half Dead. Shut up a second and listen to what happened previously. They make their way through the woods in the direction given to them by a crazy old man in a boat. Can we like maybe talk about the amount of old dudes that you have made my young daughter be friends with? Yeah, I guess I should have just fucking went into a ditch. Isolated everyone from weird old man over here. <laughs> Fuck me. The footprints start to turn into uh, hoofprints. The elk definitely does look up in your direction. There's this guy, and we've been kind of looking for him everywhere. You understand, Mr. Elk. We are assuming that it might be you. He turns back into the human that you remember from the lake. You said you were going to process the teethies. It is nearly done. That's exciting. Oh, great. Do you want to come to my cool hang sesh? Yeah, no. sure. He, like, throws up his arms, and you see a shimmering door just appear. On the other side, you see this circular greeting room with 12 doors. Round room, 12 magic doors. This is so fucking wizard. The next room that you go into, it's covered floor to ceiling with scraps of paper. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of runes, alchemical things, and components. Can I try to dispel magic? on him. You can see part of the milky film go away a little bit uh, before it snaps right back. Do the hags that you work with like fish? I break the ingredients. They give me delicious pastries. If you just wanted someone to give you pastries, I am a world-renowned pastry chef. I give you teethies, and then you stay with me and make me pastries. What are some of the bad things that you try to stay away from? I don't remember. I threw those memories in the garbage. Does that help me? my ability to identify him. Get up off your seat searching for a very particular book. You see a sketch of the man that you have been talking to. Oh my god, it's Mordenkainen. It's his It's his mansion. You see Mordenkainen holding aloft a glittering golden mixture. Thank you. Wow, imagine being an incredible wizard and losing your memories <laughs> like that. After persuading the strangely addled and famous Mordenkainen to hand over his elixir derived from the teethies of the lake-dwelling creatures, the four heroes and their resident werewolf mom find themselves once again making their way through the Svalich woods. Uh, and so guys, what is your new, current plan? Uh, I think we decided we were going back to the tower to talk to Esmeralda and Rictavia, just sort of check in check with in. them, and then we were gonna go talk to... Not Baba Yaga, Baba Lisaga. <laughs> ba- no, not Baba Yaga. Wink. Legally distinct from Baba Yaga. <laughs> because will it be a saga? Uh, That's an early morning pun for you all. <laughs> oh yeah. Not even that we're early. doing this. We're doing this <laughs> earlier than usual. So Isma and Alfred might be more cognizant, whereas the other three far less. Mm. Can we get? I'm super yeah, happy. I'm happy. I'm having a nice yeah. fucking it's a lovely time. This is when Allie's voice and, and Camilla's voice are very, <laughs> very close together. This is when Sari's voice is now oh octaves lower than oh everyone else's. <laughs> what are we gonna do, guys? I'm ready. Horrifying. <laughs> That's a great voice. You should definitely right? break out with that voice. Alright, so you guys heading back to, to find your friends in the tower? Yeah. Yeah. You guys start heading back to the tower that you know well with all of your friends. Uh, you end up skirting the shores of the Lake Baratok and find the tower looming above you, casting its shadow over the lake, and the two carts that you know there are still parked out front. Parts of the scaffolding now seem to be missing from the exterior. Uh, and after dancing your way past the door, because we're still dancing, baby. Oh, yeah, right, that thing. <laughs> <No>. Boogie Wonderland! <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> you so yeah, you dance your way past, and after you go inside, you see why there are some things missing from the outside. Uh, inside the tower is a lot cleaner than it was before, uh, and it seems to have gained a few bits of ramshackle wooden furniture. Also on the other side of the door, watching expectantly, are the waiting faces of Esmeralda and Irina. The latter voice like runs forward to hug you as you enter, uh, while Esmeralda just grins behind her. I forgot Irina was here. Can we leave? I'm so glad to see you! <laughs> I need this. Both in and out of character. Forgot she was here. Oh, no! let's, let's go, gang. <laughs> it's cuddles time! <laughs> she looks very happy to see you all, if, if judging by the, the many, many hugs that she gives. But you can also see she looks like a little bit tired, or a little bit more tired than she, she did last time that you saw her. Ismay, are you saying being they... locked up in the same yeah. room oh. for <laughs> yeah, yeah. a long period oh, of time? This, is detrimental to her mental health. Oh, this is, hey, 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 friends. This is Ismay wanting to bring up this point with you. Remember when I first did this and they were like, oh, they're going to be locked in this tower. And you guys were like, oh, that's not that. You're like, it's fine. And I was like, oh, is it not? You'll be safe. COVID is here to make you eat your words. It's for your own safety. Yeah. Hmm. 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 Hello, everyone. <laughs> we just wanted to reveal that this entire time, uh, Half Damage has been uh, an allegory of COVID-19. Uh, we're glad that you have been journeying with us for the past two years. Uh, we're glad we finally reached a natural conclusion. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we can now end the podcast. This is the last episode. Can I go back to sleep? <laughs> Our next show will feature Armageddon. Uh, Esmeralda, who's behind her, uh, looks over at you and goes, it's nice to see you back in one piece. I mean, it actually seems like you've got mere pieces. No. She looks at Kathy questioningly. Oh, yeah. Uh, this is my mom. Mom, this is Esmeralda <laughs> and Irina and Rictavia. Oh, my lord. Uh, uh, not downstairs yet. Is Mark oh. and... Uh, I, I think Feng just realizes that. She points at, like, the empty spot and is like, oh, I don't know where Rictavia is. <laughs> <laughs> is Mark forgotten about entirely? Oh, is Ismark still here? <laughs> There's a guy named Ismark. We keep Ismark. thinking that he's gonna go home. Skulking around too. Keep, I don't know. We keep thinking he keeps threatening to yeah. go back home, so we keep thinking that he has. So, but he won't because we're such good friends. Uh, Irina looks over at Kathy and kind of looks at you all with a lot of confusion as she was there in the weird, awkward night when you told Fang that her mom was dead. Uh, and goes, I, I, it's good to meet you, um, Mrs. Fang's mom. <laughs> and like, kind of puts her hands behind her back and sways around a little bit. <laughs> she looks very nervous. It's, it's a long story. Basically, the, the werewolves didn't kill her. They chased her here. Uh, and then we found her. I guess it's not that long of a story. <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's a fairly, it's, a, it's not long, but it was very spooky. It was a scary story. Yeah, I get, I, I'm, I'm good at stories. I get that from my dad. Kathy, like, kicks her feet, like, oh, that's you long. might get it from, I'm, I'm good at stuff about stories. Oh my God, thanks, Mom. <laughs> Mom, I, I, you, we all know what I got from you. Why, what do you, what is this? Why are you getting defensive about this? I don't know, I just got... She got everything out... They, she got everything else from you. God forbid she got anything from her dad. I Jesus. I've got good adventuring stories is all. Whatever. Hey, it's fine. Look. Your adventuring stories all involve you ripping your shirt off at some point. Oh, uh, well, that's what makes it a good story. It's been canonically established. <laughs> <laughs> also, aren't you happy? Thanks, Mom. Sorry, he's trying to 
alter the conversation a little bit. <laughs> aren't, aren't, aren't you so happy that your daughter has friends who are not Poncho's age? And then I look over at Poncho and I'm like, oh no, Poncho, that old chestnut. Uh, you're not old chestnut. Uh, look, we have other age-appropriate friends. I don't know what I'm saying anymore. I'll just head over to Inappropriate Corner and just stand there and, like, segment it away. I'll quarantine myself in that corner. I will quarantine myself in the other corner. Because I feel bad. Hey, I don't know why everyone calls her Fang's mom. (laughs) You can call her by her name. <laughs> B. Her name. One of the people in this tower is super old. This is a flimsy argument. Also, off topic, you know when we originally came up with half damage? I think I was 23. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to make Sari older. So that way she's like a little bit older than me. And now I'm about to be older than her in real life. And it's freaking yeah. me out. No, Emily, why would you say that? I hate that so much. I mean, we're going to, really, we're going to have to worry for the time when Alfred and Poncho's ages meet. That's, that's <laughs> <laughs> by the time we actually confront Straw. It's coming up. <laughs> and when Ian becomes uh, Fang's age, that'll be a <laughs> that doozy. One... You know what? That will be the biggest doozy of them all. <laughs> the biggest doozy? <laughs> I'm close. I'm almost there. <laughs> all I've been working on. Uh, but yeah, the, the two look at you and they're like, I mean, it's good to see us, but what you did back here? Have you like murdered all the werewolves and all that? Nice to see you too. Uh, all right. Fred. Well, the first thing I said was good to see us, actually. And then I asked uh, what you were doing. So yeah, well, I wasn't really listening. That's fair. That seems par for the course. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm, I mean, I'm in a corner, so I just shout, yep. Uh, I mean, I don't know. We met, we met some dude. He turned into an elk and then I think he was famous. Uh, and he gave us some stuff to trade with a baby. Um, I cannot say that I ever understand a word you're saying. So you got some old dude's stuff to get... A give- milk. So you got some old dude's milk, and then you are... No, he's a man in an elk. You found a man inside an elk <laughs> and got his milk. I shout, I, I shout, Morin Kaden! Yeah, that's Mor- it. Morty. <laughs> What Esmeralda know? Morty. I don't know if Esmeralda. Well, no, Esmeralda might know about Mordenkainen. That might. She's well traveled. She'd she'd certainly have heard the name. Yeah, like it's just like oh. I feel I I feel like Mordenkainen is like Stephen Hawking in Forgotten Realms. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So you found Mordenkainen buggering an elk. You got his milk, and now you're going to give it to a baby. Yep. I have. Absolutely no questions. Great. It's about time you're not critical. <laughs> about time you got on board. <laughs> I've been on board with all your fucking schemes. Uh, last time we were here, it was all, oh, you you need a step, donkey. Upstairs, she's the one with the bug up her arse about plans. I've been on board with all your bullshit schemes. They've got a good amount of like winging it and don't give a fuck. Sorry, they have the right amount of 
Donkey a fuck. <laughs> nice. Right. See that that one was that was much better, but it was oh, yeah. Just... Oh man, my abs hurt. That was very technically competent pun there. Technically competent, but still not as good. Wait, did you, did you just say your ass hurts? What? My what? abs hurt. Oh no, the, do- the ass as in donkey hurts because that was such a good impression. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is this is the worst podcast in the world. <laughs> this is bad. Oh I'm just going to beat myself. I'm just going to be laughing the whole rest of the session. <laughs> Don't care. Oh my god. Uh, right. So, is there anything you need from us, or are you just checking in? I mean- oh. We, we don't have anything really to do here. We just wanted to say hi. I'm kidding. We do have something to do here. We oh. do? Which is to say hi. <laughs> <laughs> they both look at each other, then look at you, and they're like, I mean, thank you. There's four people oh. in this tower, and there's four rooms in this tower. We've been going a wee bit mad with all being locked up together. <laughs> well, I have no way of understanding that in any plane of existence. That's fair. But we're glad to be your source of relief during this troubling time. Glad to provide some laughter, some (laughs) person-to-person contact, or at least making you feel less alone, because we are the Half Damage crew, and (laughs) you are our audience at this particular moment. Whoa, wait, wait, when did we we settle on Half Damage crew? I've been calling (laughs) us... It's kind of... I've I've been calling us Fang and the Buccaneers. Yeah, that sounds pretty good, actually. Oh, uh, okay, we could be Fang in the Buccaneers. I'm sorry. I, I just got okay. carried away for a second. F and B, that's what we are. <laughs> anyway, it's been a pleasure, really. Sorry gets out of her opposite corner. <laughs> I was trying to I have been trying to come up with a with a with a joke to like have my own like Poncho's name, and the only thing I could come up with with with, with was um Poncho to lead addicted to base. I don't know where that came from. <laughs> But I felt like it needed saying out loud. <laughs> I wish this was a visual medium because watching Alfred try and say that was a delight. I think that's the name of Poncho's uh, solo soul funk act. Oh. <laughs> yeah, for sure, yeah. I guess Fang- Fang will ask, uh, do you have any, like, intel for us? Like, any intel? <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you clarified that because <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I think that there's kind of like a bit of an intake of breath. Everyone goes, "Well, um, me and Ismark aren't allowed to leave the building. Otherwise, uh, they start yelling at us really, really bad and saying scary things. So, um, my intel is that." My brother really got very, very into cleaning and making lovely furniture for us to sit on. I would like to inspect the furniture. How lovely is the oh, furniture? Uh, oh, make an <laughs> investigation check uh, with advantage, seeing as Esmeralda is behind her, making wild eyes at you and going, oh my God, oh my God, with her mouth. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's like a 23. Yeah, it, there's so many nails. There's so many nails in it. There's so many nails sticking where <laughs> nails shouldn't be. Like, it oh, looks no. like purposefully bad at this point. Like, uh, <laughs> it's just like there's been no sanding. It's just raw ass wood that's been out in the elements until this time. And now it's inside <laughs> and with nails and a bit of like mold. It's not good. Mm. Irina looks enthusiastic about it, though, because she's so supportive of little bean <laughs> but other than that everything is very clean so that's nice it really the the cleanliness of the pace really <laughs> makes it so that you that like the, the the furniture really stands out more you know <laughs> oh uh, yeah stands out real fucking good <laughs> <laughs> such a nice accent piece to have in the room as we're all just just twitching because we're like um other than that we've had kind of limited availability of intel I mean, two of us can't leave and one of us won't. Now, I'm pretty universally hated around here. So the intel has not been great. The one thing I managed to find was Madame Eva. Apparently, she's like packed up and moved to a wee Vasani encampment that's just outside of a place I have been informed is now called Flavortown. What is that? What is that? What is that plan again, guys? So we have we... the elixir for Babali Saga, but I think at one point we also talked about going back to Madame Eva for some reason. Yeah, you... Essentially, you wanted to talk to Madame Eva about trying to see where the the third lost uh, gem was. Right. Cool. We could do that, probably without even having to deal with the town. The ideal if we didn't have to go back there. Yeah, I I really don't want to go back there until we solved at least part of this problem. I really don't want to go back there. End end of thought. Sentence. (laughs) Period. Oh, I see what you guys mean. Yeah. (laughs) Let's, Let's not. Let's not. Yeah. Let's just be around, let's beat around the bush a little bit and not go into the bush, you know? It's like they say, don't jump, don't just throw all your butter into the frying pan or else it'll caramelize. (laughs) Or else it'll be in the bush, which is bad. Don't put your butter in a bush. Butter in the pan is worth two Two, beating around the bush. Two bushes. Eat butter bush. Eat Team even beat the butter bush. Uh, uh, beat butter bush. Put your butter. That's the brand of turkey that they have. Butter bush. Butter bush. Butter bush. Butter bush. Butter bush I was gonna say beat butter bush is my porn name, but. Ooh. <laughs> hey, Ian. Let's talk about this some more. <laughs> all right. So, so I. That's all I've got. Is there anything else you want us to work on? Any projects or like indoor activities so we can while away the endless, countless hours? How do you guys feel about, um, <laughs> this is out of character. How do you guys feel about showing them the the processed teethies and asking like they yeah. know anything about what he so did to them? So we know what we're handing over to this person. So we actually yeah, like yeah. know what we're giving to the hag? Can you take a look at our teeth? Can you take a look at this teeth ju- teeth juice? Yeah. Is, is this the milk juice? Is this the milk that you were talking about? <laughs> take a look at this cold pressed mm. tooth juice. <laughs> You're yeah, making it less pressed. appealing by the second. Cold pressed, very hip right now. This tooth mm, milk. I hate that. Okay, let's <laughs> healthier than Pat? almond milk. Has a lot more calcium in it. You can't you don't want to look at our old man wow, tooth milk? Do I hate this? <laughs> it's triple distilled. I want nothing less. Let's look at it, I guess though. Can basically can you tell us what this is? Uh, like, take it out, and uh, it, it seems to like glow a little bit in its in its little beaker as you do, and both of them kind of lean in and peer at it. It's very pretty, actually. Like it's it's kind of like a nice silvery color, and it flecks around and swirls. Irina just kind of like taps on it with a finger and goes, "It's pretty." Esmeralda, let's mm. oh fuck it. 
Esmeralda goes to take it off you and waits to, to see if you will hand it over. Take it off. No, no. And then leaves it alone. <laughs> I, uh, I'm going no, to look with like, my take- eyes, not with my hands. <laughs> Just, well, all right. I'm not exactly sure what I'm looking at here. What is it? It's um, <clears throat> taken from, we, we have the name of the fish track, guys. They were giant coral snakes. So it's it's from the tea, the fangs of a giant. Alfred's forgotten. Coral, coral snake. snake. Coral, coral snake. snake. She kind of like gives a nod. I was well. If I had to put any money on it, I'd say it's a distilled version of their venom. Obviously, magically distilled. Hence, like the glowy. So it is milk. Sorry, you you but... milk venom. Sorry. It, Keep going. I fortunately for everyone, it is milk. But I, I think it's just like a very potent venom. So whatever the venom used to do, it just does that a lot more now. So don't drink it. I, uh, no, I didn't think that I had to say this, but do not drink it. No. <laughs> Hard cut to Fang, like uh, tipping some back, like. Huh? No, uh, Fangs. D- hey, Fang, drop it. <laughs> Although technically, because venom is just snake. Uh, saliva and it has to be injected through the bloodstream in order to be you know venom uh, you could technically drink it and you'd still be okay but that's the I would Bottoms so much up. rather you didn't though I would so much rather you didn't though <laughs> <laughs> fine thank you guys for your useful information we're sorry to have to leave you but we don't want to ruin your quarantine party uh, be sure to wash your hands <laughs> Uh, maybe pick up a new hobby. Baking is usually popular for whatever reason. And, uh, maybe try some yoga. Maybe play a game. A lot of people have been coming up with something called Crossing Animals. And that's pretty nah. fun. <laughs> oh, well, me and Irina came up with a game. Do you want to see? God, yes. Absolutely. <laughs> yes, yes, please. All right, Irina. She goes, yeah! Goes, Assume the position! And they both go to, like other sides of the room, Esmeralda turns to you and goes, we call this Duck. Duck! <laughs> and they both just run full force at each other and smash into each other and fall to the ground. And, and that seems to make them laugh for a solid five minutes. It's hysterical laughter. And I think maybe half a minute <laughs> into it, you get worried. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should maybe we should go now while they're enjoying themselves. Otherwise, I want to you know. play duck. <laughs> this game is awesome. Of course you do. <laughs> Irina turns to you as she's like hysterical laughing. Goes. Originally, we were supposed to see which one of us would swerve first. Um, but then it turns out neither of us do. So here we are. <laughs> um. <laughs> Uh, Does someone want to play duck with me? Come on, let's yeah, someone watch, play duck go. with me. Quickly, go, go, go. No, no. Um, we, we go to opposite sides. Uh, we say duck, and I immediately leap to the right <laughs> instead of running. Does Fang need to make a dexterity check to see that she doesn't run into the wall? That's the real question. It was a one. Fang runs into the wall so bad. <laughs> oh, no, there was a window there. He's gone out the, oh, she's no, gone out the window. She's gone out the window. Oh, no. <laughs> Both Irina and Esmeralda on the ground raise arms and go, duck! <laughs> From the ground, Fang's like, duck! <laughs> uh, well, it was nice seeing you all. I'm glad to see that you're all doing very well. So um, well! 
But yeah, you guys make to leave and they kind of give you a sad wave. Irina stands up again, a little bit disoriented, and comes to hug you all one more time before you leave. Uh, he goes, thank you for coming back and seeing us. It was really nice to see you guys again. Oh, I hug. The pleasure is always ours, Irina. But you know uh, who always loves coming to see you? Fang. <laughs> it was Fang's whole idea. And really, we're just glad that she, you know, said, oh, you know who we should give a, a look to? Irina. And now <laughs> we're here. Oh my and now goodness. we're kind of getting your voice. Because I love you so much, <laughs> Irina. Thank you, Fang. It was good. For- Thank you for wanting to come and see me really very much. <laughs> oh, she's purring. <laughs> she's purring. Hug. 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 I really like dances closer a little bit at a time doing, doing the hug chat as well before she gives Fang a hug. Fang just remains stiff as a board throughout this hug. Just like I love glaring. You, Fang. <laughs> Light as a feather, stiff as a board. Just glaring daggers at Sari. Fang hugs are the best hugs. <laughs> They're so like, say that. solid, you know? <laughs> so, so, solid and reliable. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, um, Esmeralda, like, sees you to the door, opens it up and watches you leave, and points back at the caravan, and she's like, you can take Octavia's caravan if you want, we obviously don't really have much use for it. Oh. Okie doke, I appreciate it. Is this the one, is this the one we borrowed without permission earlier and then brought it back? Oh no, what you did was take one of my horses without asking me. Right, mm-hmm. yeah, I knew we stole something from you. Ah, you stole my horse real bad, mate. <laughs> Fang never forgets a heist. By the way, her name is Eggshell, and you'll treat her like the princess she is. Yes, ma'am. She looks wistfully over at Eggshell. Eggshell's a good name. Eggshell's a great name. Thank you. Good at name horses, bad at name people. Uh... <laughs> problem, problem. I only name people horse names. <laughs> Whether if they're horses or not. Human, it would also be Eggshell. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can see them behind the door waving as you as you guys depart in the cart. Hello there, nerds, and welcome to the middle of the podcast break chat with your host and DM Ismay. I hope you're doing okay. I'm really sorry for uh, the kind of sporadic schedule that these are taking now uh, with the whole, you know, world gone to hell in a handbasket. Times are a bit weird uh, with timing and the ability for us all to get together and do this damn thing that we do. So yeah, apologies for it not being as as scheduled as it used to be, uh, but hopefully it will come out at a good time so that you can listen to it and maybe forget the weird, weird world as it is right now. Uh, Hope that everyone is honestly doing okay during these strange times. But fuck that. We (laughs) We have things to plug. Hey. Fucking nothing stops capitalism, baby. Let's go. Uh, we've got plugs for you, baby. Uh, if you want to find us on all of our social medias, you should go do that. You can find us on all of the Crit Chat things because we are a Crit Chat-based podcast. Uh, Crit Chat is the other podcast that we do. It's where we all met. And it is a D&D advice and comedy podcast that I think you will very much enjoy. So you should go and check that out wherever you find podcasts. Uh, we use all the same social media. So if you want to find us over here on Half Damage, you should search us 
on Facebook and on Twitter at CritChat. And you can find our Discord in the link in the description. You can also find our Patreon if you want to kick us some extra dollars uh, over at patreon.com forward slash CritChat. And if you've forgotten all of those already, which I don't blame you, that's a lot of stuff, you can go to our website at critchatpodcast.com and you can find all the links to all of our social medias and all that good stuff. It really helps us out if you go there and share us from there and keep up to date with all of our things because then other people will might know about us. It spreads the good word. If you think that there are people in your life that have, you know, less to do these days for some unknown reason, you can be like, hey, well, I've got a cool podcast you should listen to. It's called Half Damage. It's excellent. It's this one. Hey, surprise if you forgot what you were listening to. It's this podcast. Make them listen to us, please. God damn. Uh, yeah, so go do that. That would help us out very, very much. And you, again, you can find all the links to all of our things at critchatpodcast.com. I also mentioned our Patreon. If you want to go over there and kick us a few dollars, if you have those to spare in these trying times, I very much understand that maybe right now is not the best of times to be donating money to random podcasts that you don't know that well. But if you want to, then you can find us over on our Patreon. Again, patreon.com forward slash crit chat. Uh, you get some behind the scenes stuff. There's a couple from this episode. Uh, so you get some little some little cool extras for your monies. As little as a dollar a month really helps us. It keeps us able to have things like the website and all that good stuff uh, and keeps all of our, our equipment up to date and all that and all that nice stuff right there. So it really helps us out no matter what level. And at any level, you get all the cool behind the scenes stuff. So don't you worry about that. The other thing that you can do if you want to help us out on the show and give us some more content, what? You can go and give us some fan mail. Uh, fan mail, we've done it a couple of times on the show. It's essentially, we frame it like people in the real world that the characters used to come from uh, are sending fan mail to the in-game characters. So Fang and Camilla and Sari and Poncho, you could give any of them some fan mail if you want. You can pretend like you're a person in the overworld and go ahead and be a part of the narrative. If they get fan mail, then we'll make them read it out on the show, character voice and everything obviously. Uh, it's happened a couple of times and it's made our absolute day every single time. So if you want to do that, be a part of the world and give us a, the biggest smiles you can possibly give us in these trying, trying times, then you can send that over at critchatpodcast at gmail.com. I will let you get back to the episode now. And yes, hope you're all doing okay. Cough into your elbow. Please, God, stay safe. Uh, love you all very much. Goodbye. Is it sorry driving again? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Always. I do want to, I, I don't know if this is a good time, but I do. I, I would like to look into maybe researching, like, if I can modify Private Sanctum to be able to cast on a caravan. Um, just because now I'm thinking about it. Yeah. And I've seen, I've seen it in... <laughs> In Fantasy High, they 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 have a they have a minivan that they cast Private Sanctum on, uh, and I do love it. So, uh, okay, yeah, okay. While you're in the the back of this thing, uh, having like a look at your your spells and everything, uh, can you just make me like a general Arcana check? Nineteen. Uh, can you also make me a history check? Uh, twenty three. Twenty three. Okay, excellent. 
So I think that, yeah, so you're able to look through your your spell book and what might weirdly happen is your mind cast back to Mordenkainen's room of scribbles. It's got a little bit of (laughs) bad feelings for you and your lack of ability to discern anything from it. But Mm. I think that even though you weren't able to discern anything from things that he was actually doing, you've got a weird idea of how to modify spells from that i guess uh it might take Mm. a little while uh just because again you you weren't able to glean anything from the room uh and also his were interspersed with fish pictures and little notes sometimes it was not helpful information but yeah i think that yeah you, you can start make modifying this spell i like this we will talk about modifying cool. i'm excited i thought it might yeah because that, that makes sense as well because it is a modern canon's spell it's modern yeah, canon's private yeah. sanctum until i change it and i rename it ponche's <laughs> ponche's private van <laughs> <laughs> ooh, 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 please do not tell kathy that is what that is called i was about please to say this do is not really tell kathy uh, kathy's gonna fucking love it do we have to get the oh. do we have to get the van like airbrushed now too with like the Grim <laughs> Reaper riding like a robo unicorn oh. through space? Ah, uh, but yeah, you guys uh, get back in the caravan uh, and start traveling back along the road that you took when you were fleeing from Valaki. You come across the ruined crossroads, but instead of continuing back to the east, you head south along the twisting river to a place that the fallen sunken sign names as Berez. At home, the viewers all hold their breath, excited to see what has become of the village after all this time. The trail that you're on hugs the river and starts to become fragmented, and the grass around you dissolves into swampland, pumped with tall reeds and stagnant ponds. A thick fog covers the area, so you're only able to see the decrepit cottages once they're looming over you in the marshland, looking as if it has been many, many years since they've seen life inside. Flies swarm almost as thick as the mists, and while the fog in the town lies too thick to see through, it's thinner across the lake where light flashes amid a dark ring of standing stones. I will also say, probably getting to this point, it starts becoming more difficult to drive said caravan uh, as the, the wheels start getting entrenched in the mud. I guess we'll go on foot from here. Yeah, you guys jump out and immediately when you hit the ground, your feet sink like half a foot down, which is significant for your heights. Like <laughs> for for human-sized people, that would be all right-ish. For you guys, it, that's taken like half of you down. But yeah, so you are now in the stagnant mudlands. This is gross. So there's a, a light flashing. Um, can I? Um, God, not the Baron. Um, what's the it called? Baron? Zombie, Zombird. The Baron is oh. my familiar in another game. Um, oh right. Ooh. I summon Zebird. 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 There we Z-bird. go. Zebird. <laughs> so halfway there. <laughs> Zebird comes out. Ah! Like half of his yeah. feathers fall out. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I love you. Hi, Zebird. <laughs> I pet him and like... He comes over and like nuzzles at you, his eye falls out, he's just hanging on the stalk. <laughs> Oop, uh, let me just get uh, get that for you and pop it back in. <laughs> there you go, that's a falling break. <laughs> Thankfully. Perfect. Um, it's good to see you. Um, can you just sort of like kind of have a, have a little look around towards those standing stones? Zebra flies over to the standing stones and you can see him circling around them. I will look through his eyes if I... How far away can I do that? 100 feet. The standing stones are further than 100 feet away. So you would not be able to like look through through Zebra's eyes to see what's there. 
I go sneak up on him. You must ford a river first. Uh, I mean, if anyone if anyone's going to do that, it's me. That is fair. Uh, so the river seems to be about 300 feet across. It's not got any like clear, crisp edges. It's just kind of encroaching in the marshland around you. There's no real good way to know how deep it goes uh, without jumping on in there. All right, so I, I think Fang, sh- I think I just got across this. I, th- I, I think I just got across this river, and uh, if we want, if we want to see what that is, because I mean, it's weird that there's a light over there. Just be careful, Fang. We're all counting <laughs> on you. No pressure. Kathy goes, mother daughter trip. Let's go, and like rips her shirt off and goes, Tiffy. Mom, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> It'll be fine. Let's go. So embarrassing. God. <laughs> Everyone's seen my titties before. Uh. Let's go. You know, that is a very true statement. I'm going to say it's definitely true. Everyone in uh, the town name I have definitely not forgotten. (gasps) Willow Weep. Oh, it is Willow Weep. Okay. Uh, Kathy is uh, heading toward the river, ready for you guys to to have a swim across. Alrighty. Uh, Is that just a straight athletics check? Uh, Yeah, probably. Sounds sounds about right. Uh, 18. All right, so yeah, you you and your mom get into this river. It's not super fast flowing, and for a good amount of it, uh, you seem to be able to keep your your feet on the very sodden, muddy ground. But then it gets to the point where you guys have to start making your way across. You seem to be a little bit more adept than your mom at swimming this river uh, and make it to the other side ahead of her. When you get out, uh, you both kind of look towards these standing stones. The light seems to be flickering still. Uh, like in a kind of steady beat. Sick. Looks like we're heading for a rave. Hey, want to go to a rave with your mom? Thought it was not cool enough. I don't want to go to a rave at all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you should go to a rave. It's super fun. Let's go. Oh, mom, don't tell me about raves. I don't want to think about you at a they rave. They just like hand out free drugs there. That's funny. Oh my God, mom. <laughs> You shouldn't be telling me to do rave drugs. I'm not telling you to do rave drugs. I'm just giving you some pertinent information. Raves are fun. They also have free drugs. And I'm the one everyone's concerned about. (laughs) Fang's just going to pull out her axe and like march towards this light. (laughs) Uh, From the outside of the circle, you can kind of see a figure uh, in the center of it who peers with a little amount of suspicion around the edge of the stones. I peer back with a lot of suspicion. More sus- okay. Yeah, what's up? But yeah, she she looks wary of you. She is kind of bedraggled looking. Join the club. <laughs> yeah. You know what? You guys are wet and covered in like mildew <laughs> now. So she kind of looks yeah. fucking great. And yeah, kind of stands back a little bit as you approach. Are you going into the, the Ring of Stones? I'm going to stay outside the Ring of Stones because that looks like magic I don't understand. That's fair. She, she peers around the edge of one of the stones and gives like a look over at the lake and then back at you and goes is this all of your number is this all of our what of your number how how many of you there are uh there there's five of us including wait no wait why am i telling you that who are you are you asking how many of us there are uh she looks at you and goes my name is muriel so uh muriel who are your guys my people i am to be waiting for them you are not exactly who i expected cool that was super non-specific <laughs> she goes so why is it that you have come to these parts then? Uh, we came to trade old man milk with, with the baby lady. <laughs> the baby lady. I forget her name. I'm bad with names. She's like a witch. <laughs> she gives you like a, a look over and takes a step back and goes, 
If you are here to trade with her, then you are no friend of ours. Well, I don't know if trading is the right word. I mean, trading is the word that you used, but... Uh... Okay, well, as you can tell, I am not so good at word. <laughs> Listen, we were sent here by some dude who owns a winery whose name I also forgot. Is it Ismark? <laughs> no. Uh, I think she, she kind of perks up a little bit at that uh, and goes, Davian. Yeah, yeah, he was one of them. Uh, <laughs> was he the guy yelled at about his dead wife? <laughs> he has a dead wife, yes. Uh, yeah, I remember yelling at someone mm. about their dead wife, so... Wow, okay. Your relationships <laughs> with a lot of people seem to be very confusing. Look, I thought my mom was dead, so back off. She goes, hi! Oh, yeah, uh, this is my mom. She's not dead, but, uh, I'm, I mean, also, he was being a huge dick, and we're kind of here as a favor to him, so I guess I'm just paying it forward for the next time I yell at, at him about his dead wife. Your willingness to yell at people about their dead spouses is, uh, concerning, yes, but, uh, if you are here from him, then it, I assume that you are here to see Baba Lesaga? Oh, yeah, 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 that's the name. Uh-huh. The baby yeah, yeah. lady, that, yes. The baby lady. I can see, I, I do hear phonetically, yes, it does sound very similar. <laughs> so you are looking to trade something, I am assuming, for something Davian wants that she possesses? I mean, well, technically, he didn't want us to come here. And then there's a lady who did want us to come here. I liked her. <laughs> uh, she, she wanted some gems back to bury under some grapes. Uh, and we already got one of them back, so, you know, we figured we'd go for the second. Best person to send across the river. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> if you are here, then Baba Lesaga most certainly does have uh, one of the gems that used to be at the vineyard. She keeps it in her hut. Oh, it's just, it's just like in her hut? Yes, uh, she has a residence or abode, I don't know, just uh, in the middle of Berez. I mean, that seems easy. We just go in, mm, it... we just go into the hut and take it. I would... Okay, that would be delightful. She is, you know she is powerful, yes? Has this not been described to you? I mean, I've been calling her baby lady, so... Yes, never mind, I remember the baby lady incident. Many of our people have gone to try and find it and have been uh, captured by her. So, it has not had a great success rate. Oh, okay. Uh, dang. <laughs> Do you have any, like, tips and tricks? Do you have, like, a, a strategy guide? <laughs> are, are, do you have GameFAQs.com on your phone? <laughs> Muriel kind of tilts her head and goes, As far as I am able to know, I've not been able to uh, hear of anyone who has come back from there. Uh, full stop, I guess. So I don't have a lot of information, but from what I can gather, her hut is in the middle of the, the town. There is like an outer ring of uh, old shitty rundown houses. Uh, and she is kind of central to that. It might be a little bit difficult to locate through the fog. But also, okay, this is, look, <laughs> she has a skull. She has a skull. I mean, yeah, we all have skulls. No, like... no, not on, inside her head. She doesn't She's have like a skull a in her head? Whoa, is her head just like hey. flat? <laughs> Who are you? She no. flies. They're her wings. When she hops up and down, it like helps her elevate. Oh, I hate it. <laughs> Emily, I oh, hate it. Emily. <laughs> uh, Muriel. Okay. She has a skull in her head, but she also has like a giant skull, like the skull of a giant that just sits on her porch until she goes in said skull and stay with me here. 
flies around like this is some fucking weird comedy video. I cannot tell you how much it is disturbing, but also marginally hilarious. Uh, Sari looks over at Camilla because we are not in the action at all. And Sari just goes, you know, I don't really contribute a whole bunch except for comedic relief, but I think they're talking about something important because we haven't been involved in this conversation at all. And that's usually when I know something big is going on. Yeah, it kind of concerns me that it's only the two of them that went over there. They seem to be over there for a long time. I mean, I'm, I'm not that great at remembering things. You are. <laughs> But having Pancho and Fang over there, I think we're gonna have some fun. Pancho is not up. over there. Pancho Pancho's is with us. I'm, I'm <laughs> here. I'm, I'm right here next to you. Seabird goes. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna. Can I just like thumb at Pancho and like the camera pans and Pancho is standing right next to me. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, oh. <laughs> just for the, I, I do send Seabird. I, I like send Seabird. Like, make just make make sure that they're still alive and like not in a fight. <laughs> and then come back. Three of you guys watch as Z-Bird flies away. One of you watches as Z-Bird comes into view then goes and flies away. Ah, uh, no. Why did they send you over? <laughs> Go away. <laughs> I like how Fang has her mom and we're still chaperoning her. <laughs> Seabird <laughs> uh, flies back at, yeah, you have like a telepathic connection with Seabird, yeah. He perches on, on your shoulder and like nuzzles into you and goes, Rrr! and then inside your head, I guess, he goes, well, it seems like they're doing quite all right right now. Um, they're talking to <laughs> some woman. Um, she looks not too bad, nothing too sketchy, I don't think, and, and as far as these lands go. So far, they do not seem to be getting up to anything anything bad. So uh, don't don't you worry about them. I, I, I look at Z, but I'm like, you can talk. <laughs> it's been 300 years. <laughs> Zebra tilts his head and goes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Fang, Neil goes, as well as this, uh, you might want to watch out. She has a bunch of scarecrows around that. Uh, oh, those uh, are hers. Yes. Oh, you've, you have seen them, I suppose. Like just wandering yeah, out. Yeah, we've seen general them. Nuisances. It's kind of a bummer. It is a bummer. Bummer. It's a bummer. So it's a pretty ocean. Ali, I like that. It was a very good French joke. I liked it a lot. Thank you. Uh, Muriel uh, gives a shrug. Is like, I'm sorry, I cannot be of more help. But um, she is also uh, taking hostage some of my people. Now, when you say your people, you mean? <laughs> She's also squinting her eyes at you. Goes. I mean... I mean, am I looking for people or am I looking for boids? Okay, yes, you are looking for boids. It is boids that oh, you are looking okay. for. Okay, all right. I mean, can you give us a hand? We're we're going to go face this lady, like, right now. Uh, no, I'm not entirely sure why I am not going to come and give you a hand, apart from... <laughs> oh, oh, wow, that sucks. I specifically <laughs> am not supposed to come and give you a hand. Really? That's weird. <laughs> yes. Really? Um, <laughs> it is, honestly, it's very, very strange. It's a bit of a weird <laughs> I cannot be persuaded to accompany you if you decide to confront Baba Lisaga. That's bullshit. I call bullshit. However, I know Barovia well enough to point out other locations that might be of interest nearby, like her hut. This is the most meta character we've met so far. 
It's funny because I guess that just means that the directors of yeah. <laughs> The Curse of Strahd in game... That's literally uh, how I've done most of given this. Them... <laughs> like, she is a character it's that so... <laughs> has got a script, and her script says to stay where she is. In the distance, Sari has whipped out uh, a couple of card decks and has been playing poker with Poncho and Camilla <laughs> during this whole encounter. I, I, I check my watch and I was like, it's been three hours. <laughs> Should, should we be concerned yet? About all the money you're losing, Camilla. And I... Oh, I yeah, are. I'm really terrible at this game. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I can send Z-Bird again and we cut and it, the camera pans across and Z-Bird's playing cards as well. <laughs> and Z-Bird is yeah. like somehow winning? Oh, he, yeah. he is the biggest Z-Bird's pile of chips in As Zari goes to like grab all the chips, Z-Bird puts a defiant wing down <laughs> and then has a full house. <laughs> Like gathers up all. God damn it! Uh, Not again. We gotta stop inviting Zebra to our games. God, Muriel seems to be uh, not able to come and join you. Uh, okay. Well, Fang just flips the bird and walks away. She's done. Okay. Well, goodbye. Yeah. Hope you have fun standing in your circle. It sucks. Hope you are able to uh, confront this lady and not die. Gee, thanks. You and uh, your mom, uh, I guess, hop back into the water and swim back across. I'm not going to make you roll for it again, because, like, eh. on the other side, like, your mom kind of, like, shakes herself out. uh, It looks like behind a tree, like, she just kind of goes behind a tree for some reason. And when she comes back, she's found another shirt and has just put it on. Why why did you go behind the tree (laughs) to put your shirt back on? Why is that the part you wanted to hide, Ma? Uh, (laughs) Wearing clothes is embarrassing. (laughs) Keeps the mystery alive. There is no mystery. (laughs) How's that shirt get on? Sorry, is completely mystified. No one knows. Speaking of mystified, the fog around you starts getting a lot colder than it was before. Uh, even though it is currently very cold where you are, but it kind of seems to drop a, a degree or two, and there's an eerie silence that falls over you, disturbed only by a rumble of thunder that feels kind of weirdly throaty and echoing, like Barovia itself is laughing at you. The sound surrounds you, the source really impossible to find until your eyes snap forward as a face, spectral and pale. And flawlessly beautiful as ever emerges from the fog, a fanged grin on his face as he just says, Boo. <laughs> <laughs>